BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. <laughs> Is this thing on? What's up, you sexy motherfuckers? Welcome to another episode of Dumb Blonde. I am chilling in Vegas right now. Came back home to get some of these podcasts done, but on my way down here, actually, she's been with me for like a fucking <laughs> Yeah, you're not getting rid of me. I'm just, I'm attached now. She's, I don't know. We just met and we've never separated. It's like every relationship <laughs> I've ever been in. I got my girl, I am Kate of Music here. How are hey. you doing, baby? I'm doing the best. I'm with you. I'm so, I love you. I love you. Want to eat my pussy later or what? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if you guys are familiar with Kata, but you guys are going to be familiar with Kata. Um, Jelly is actually in the studio i think we're allowed to talk about this i think so. i was all on my whole heart smile yeah like, jelly on. jelly um and well i took an interest in her and her best friend one of her best friends uh viking barbie viking barbie was on i think episode five of my podcast she was yeah. like one of the first people to come on my podcast uh-huh. and that's how i ended up being introduced to you was um you know th- via the interwebs i don't know i feel like all of us internet girls kind of just bond with each other because it's we like get an it. unspoken love that yeah. we have for each other yeah and so i was introduced to her from kaylee who is viking barbie and ever since then it's just been like we've just been super cool and then we actually got a chance to meet and it's been game over since then. But uh, her, Jelly, and Kaylee have been in the studio working on new albums together. And I'm really excited about this because Jay's producing it, right? Yeah, it's He's, insane. Yeah. Somebody that insanely, like it's, yeah, it's kind of surreal actually. How did you get into the music industry? How did you and Viking Barbie link up and all that stuff? Let's let's start from the beginning. Oh man. <laughs> like, so, there's well, so many aspects I can come at you right, with. So right. we're going to start with the music because all of you bitches, I'm telling you right now, Go listen to I Am Kata music and Viking Barbie's music and stuff like that. And you guys are going to be in love because they are for the bitches. Let me tell you. Definitely. So, well, my music story started uh, probably when I came out of the womb, you know, yeah. I didn't cry. I sang. And so um, <laughs> she came out like, oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah, no, um, I ended up uh, moving to L.A. True story. One way Greyhound ticket, $40 in my pocket to L.A. when I was 19. And, um, you know, I had like a lot of, uh, you know, so there was a lot of learning that happened. And yeah, there we're going to we'll, talk about that. Too. We'll like run through that process yeah. later. But like so um, I was working on an album uh, and I actually and she's pretty open about this. We're both sober. So mm-hmm. she um, yeah, she talked it, about her whole recovery process. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. So sh- she and I actually met in the program of alcoholics. Not allowed to say anonymous. <laughs> and um, uh, but yeah. 
And so we were friends, like here and there, kind of, kind of like uh, creeped on her from afar. I'm mm. like, I want to be her friend, yeah. but like didn't want to be weird, right? Right. Didn't <laughs> want to so, overwhelm, right? You know. And so like we ended up uh, just like talking online, seeing each other every once in a while, and like she just always had my best interest at heart. Mm. Like she was kind of blowing up on Instagram at that time, and I was like, "Bitch, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you know, tell me our secrets." Yes. <laughs> and like I was like, "I'll pay." What are you doing, honey? What are you doing? You need to tell me. <laughs> like, I need it. Um, so I was like, "Girl, like I was like, if you," she's like, "I'll shout you out, you know." And I was like, "Oh, I'll pay you. Like I know how hard you work." And she's like, "No," she was like, "I got you," and I'm mm. like that's me, you know, yeah. like I always got people and they don't got me back. I'm like, fuck, yeah. and I'm like, she's me, you know? And so I came back around and um, she uh, had hit me up and she's like, hey, I want to write a song. And I know like, I was like, well, can you, you know, are <laughs> can you, you sing? Can are you, you capable? I'm like, cause it's not like everybody likes to do it, but if you don't have a natural right. ability, like. It's like the dude on that reality show last night. I'm the king of R&B. Like, no, no honey, you're, you're not, the prince. Not even, not even the prince. <laughs> Who are we lying to? You're the jester. She, she was being nice. <laughs> but, um, oh, that sounded mean spirited. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I was like, yeah, let's let's get in there. So I kind of introduced her to my people or whatever, and we got in, and she was like insanely talented, mm -hmm. and um, she busted out singing Fiona Apple Criminal. And I said, like, yeah. I got little chills on my arms. I was like, okay, you can sing, and so yeah, we just started creating from there, and it was like just like a natural um, energy. We were sisters from like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just worked, and. Um, we're both insane, so we get each other's crazy, yeah, which no, works I love that. too. Yeah, and so um, ever since then, we've just been kind of cranking it out. Yeah. Tell me about the journey. You said that you moved to LA um, with a one-way ticket. How did that pan out for you? Oh man, see, I, I always get weird about starting at one place in my story because it never makes sense. <laughs> to like, but why? You know, I'm yeah. like, listen, it's, I promise, it all makes sense. You know, the whole you thing. tell the story from any point that you want to. Um, okay, so background. Uh, Where were you born? I was born in a small town called Red Bluff, California. Um, I call it Shit Town America, actually, because yeah. like, <laughs> it's basically what it is. A little bloop on the map. Nobody really knows where it is. A little, you know, it's known for its meth labs. And yes. <laughs> yes, I want to yeah. go visit. No, I'm just kidding. No, you don't, bitch. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. No. <laughs> totally um, yeah, so I still get back there every once in a while because I got family there. But I'm like, every time I go, I'm like, take me back. Thank like, God I, I got, made it out of there. Oh, my. Literally, that's exactly. And sometimes I'll see things like happening there. And I'm like, oh, my God, that could have been me. Right. Like if I didn't grow the biggest pair of balls and been like, bye. Um, what prompted you to grow that biggest pair of balls and get on that? Well, see what had happened was, <laughs> is uh, I had just gotten paroled. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, paroled at 19. and um, What were you paroled for? Let's oh talk God. about all that. So honestly, like I got in trouble for a lot of crazy shit that like probably wouldn't have been like so bad but um i was in the system so yeah. i was i grew up in foster care you know the whole nine and yes. so um anything that i did was against the law and <laughs> didn't right. really matter you know once you're on probation as a kid like you're no longer a cbs case like if you don't if you fail at a foster home or if you fail at a group home or whatever you're going back to juvenile hall like mm. you're not you're well, not gives those kids no hope no hope like but you know what what happened was is I'd already failed so many times. I was like, I could, if this fails, well, just add it yeah. to the stack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it gave me balls. But, um, so I, um, yeah, I was living in, uh, I bought a trailer. 
Yeehaw. A lot of trailer, white trash America. White trash America. I like to paint a picture because everybody, if you guys were to go to Kata's profile, you would see this beautiful girl who's living an extravagant life, who has it so easy. And, you know, people just <laughs> literally would look at you and be yeah. like, she doesn't have a care in the world and not realize that when they open your book, there it's that there's pages that they're going to take out of it. That's a testimony to their stories. You, you just know? gave me chills. But that's what, yeah. so I know that it seems like we're jumping all over the place, but really this is all coming full circle to fruition so you guys can hear about you know all the success that has come her way after all of the struggle yeah so So what prompted the move was i was selling meth out of this trailer of course because that's you know those were my options though like i literally like i sold like i was in an accident when i was a kid and i had those uh like structured payments yeah let let me hear about this accident because i just learned about this accident yesterday yeah i I had no idea well we're going everywhere there's so much (laughs) there's like so there's like tell that story i'm like girl we got juice like i got juice for days like i don't know how we're gonna fit this all in so um yeah i got suspended from school for getting into a fight and like while my um parents were at work uh, i went over to the neighbors and borrowed their quad and like fucking they had just like built houses on these plots and they dig this hole that's called a perk test to test the well for like you know chromium and mercury and shit like that mm-hmm. but it's a big ass hole and the weeds had grown up in it it's out in the middle of the country and i was going like 50 without a helmet just like ripping and running out there and i flipped it like three times and i broke pretty much everything on my right side and mm-hmm. like almost died it was it was a long recovery crazy but so i got this settlement money and i was like i'm selling that because they didn't want to give it to me till i was like 30 and i'm like i'm broke now yeah <laughs> give mean? it to me now i just got out of jail like i have no prospects and so i bought it <laughs> and i bought a bunch of meth <laughs> that was i always want to be like this tony montana yeah like i always have like this inner gangster no i think all of us like girls that grew up in the streets yeah we we want to be we are bosses so we live that lifestyle right but i'm a terrible drug dealer i'm way too <laughs> i'm nice. a terrible drug addict so I'm not, yeah i'm both. <laughs> makes both of us i think i'm a terrible drug dealer because i am a drug addict and yeah. also i'm nice like high. i want i want everybody to get high i'm like here you go you can just have it i'm like wait where are my drugs go so yeah i did i realized that wasn't for me when everybody started trying to rob me and i i say trying because there weren't any successful ones but um i was like people that i grew yeah, the up meth with game is shady yo people that i knew since I was eight or like just coming out the left side and I'm like we want your math nobody has my back here like what the fuck am I doing here yeah. and so like um well that's another story so I got hit like a friend hit me <laughs> up and all, I was like it's all coming yeah it all crisscrosses yeah. yeah and so like um I got an opportunity to move LA and move to LA which actually wasn't the opportunity I thought it was but it was like my way out right. and so I moved, but yeah, so that's how I ended up coming to Los Angeles. So what happened whenever you got to Los Angeles? Oh, we're going to go there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. How um, old were you when you got off that bus? It was, I was 19. Mm. I was 19. I had just. 19 and green. That's how we like them. I was 19 and green. And not only was I green, like, I grew up in prison, basically. Right. You know what I mean? So I didn't have any family. I didn't, I, I didn't know what the fuck was up. Like, I barely knew how to make my bed. Like, nobody, they all, t- you know what I mean? Yeah. Like. There wasn't really any um, nurturing, if you know what I mean. Nobody yes. taught me shit. So I'm out in L.A. and like somebody that was supposed to be my friend gets me caught up in some like gorilla pimp situation. I'm like, motherfucker, can a girl catch a break? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, God, I went from one hell to another. Uh, that's exactly how I felt. And I went out there to get sober. I was like, I'm quitting drugs. And she's like, you want some meth? And I was like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yes, please. Um, now Just I do. Red flags feel like home. <laughs> right. Red, feels, red flags feel like six flags. Yes, exactly. <laughs> 
so yeah so how long did that situation so you were a working girl yeah yep me too we, everybody on my podcast yeah. knows all about that um you were a working girl you had a, a pimp that yeah. you know was pretty much you know you grew up without structure you grew up without the love so in some aspects it's kind of like stockholm syndrome where you yes. love that person because Most they're definitely. protecting you and they're guiding you and stuff like that but well i realized he couldn't leave because i had all the i made the money but most girls don't realize that oh which i is did awesome. i realized um as soon as i was able to dance i was like i'm not doing this anymore and yeah. he was like all right because i i mean like i real i I, t I spoke about this before i was like something changed and i was like I hold all the power. Yeah. <laughs> it's me all along, like the Wizard of Oz moment, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I run this shit. So, yeah, I um, ended up starting dancing. I got out of that world, which I'm... How did you get away from him, finally? Oh, man. Um... <laughs> so, like I said, I was uh, working in the strip clubs. <laughs> I'm great. Uh, uh, Orange County, California and i met somebody at a club who was very well to do mm -hmm. and like sugar daddies we love he, those. but it but it was like he was kind of like a prince charming you know what right. i mean like um and i really did love him yeah like when we were together he ended up being really like a lot like um because right. like <laughs> as things progressed like i realized like i didn't like it was too much for me he mm -hmm. wanted to get married and i got married to him and so i married this millionaire or whatever basically gotcha. yeah it was That's not a bad thing though i always tell my the biggest thing i preach to people is never apologize for what you have to do to survive we've all done shit that fucking either one we're not proud of or two just was a stepping stone for us to have to get to where we were you right know? well when you understand me and you understand my character it's like when i left that relationship like i was like yo like i'm not making you happy like you're fucking miserable i don't want to hurt you like yeah i don't want anything from you like you can have everything that you you know what i mean yeah. like take it i don't want anything you don't have to give me any money like i just want this to be over so that you can go on and be happy and i can go on and do drugs and ruin my life and <laughs> so i didn't know that at the time that that's what i was gonna do but that's <laughs> definitely the the road i took how old were you whenever you guys decided to get the divorce 23 23 so what's 23 year old kata like oh she's a oh man i was I was Hollywooding it up. Yeah. I was rich, bitch. Like, you know, <laughs> it wasn't my money, but I was right. like, I was like draped in Tiffany's, and you know, I, yeah. it was just like I had never seen that life before. Right. And everybody wanted me, you yeah. know. And I'm like, oh, I'm a train wreck, but we'll just crash together. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I just was kind of living like that young lifestyle, the rich and the famous life, you yeah. know, for a while. And um, there was a lot of partying and a lot of just being dumb and fun. So your drug addiction, where did that take you? Um, How dark did it get? Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, uh, the lights almost got turned out completely. Yeah. You know, it's the best way that I can say it. And like, so I'm always kind of a teeter-totterer. Like, right. I used to always wish, I'm like, why can't I just, you know, go balls to the wall like everyone else and ruin my life quickly so I can pick it up? Because <laughs> if I'm not in... I swear that's how, that's kind of how I think too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, fuck, man, why do I take so long? Yeah. Why do I, how am I such a control freak that I can manage a full-blown drug addiction for years, <laughs> you know? And people think I'm normal. I mean, no. they always think I'm a little crazy. I but, do too. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I was able to manage for a long time. What were you doing? What was your drug of choice? Well, it started off with just, you know, meth. Well, no. Okay. So when I got, 
that's one thing the pimp did for me. He was like, you're not doing meth anymore. I'm like, yes, I am. He's all, no. And I was like, oh, okay. He's like, here, here's heroin. <laughs> no, he didn't do that. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I actually got sober for a while. Oh, um, and I got sober for a while, but then like shit was like swirling down downhill at the end of us being the other and me marrying the other guy. So I was kind of like, oh, I was doing heroin when I was early married to him. I forgot I would like <laughs> go hide it and I'll go smoke it in the bathroom. And like, so... Um, yeah, so I'd started, but I would always have Suboxone, and I would, like, mm. do it for a week, and then I'd kick it, and then right. I'd be cool for, like, three weeks, because I was still, like, flying out to auditions. I was, like, you know, being courted by Sony Records. Like, I've been doing all this crazy great shit, but I'm on drugs. Like, right. And so, yeah, so um, then uh, shit got really dark, and I... So you went from Suboxone to... Then I was just... Well, I remember having the thought. I was, like... It sucks so kicking. So some serious shit, Yeah, too. I'm like, this really sucks kicking all the time, so why don't you just do drugs until you're done? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I, love, I love how you're a little angel and your devil <laughs> right. on your shoulder. Just like, do drugs. Just do them. Just if do it until you're, you're tired of it. you're going to do this shit, then you do it right, you know? And so, I'm like, all right. So I did a lot of drugs, and then I ended up... Um, Oh, I ended up getting arrested for trafficking mm. is what happened. I was giving to somebody <laughs> a ride. I was giving a ride. <laughs> that was it. And I got caught up in the middle of the wrong place, wrong time. <laughs> and so I'm in fucking Linwood, man. Oh, I don't know what you want to go to Linwood. Oh. And so I'm like kicking in Linwood. Get out. I'm like, I'm going to turn over my life. And I, when I, as soon as I get out, I, like this chick's in the fucking cell with me. So I'm uh, it was some uh, you were tra- What chick. were you trafficking? Heroin. Okay, gotcha. So you went from Suboxone to heroin? I was doing both at the same time. Like, you can't get oh. high when you're on Suboxone, so I'd, like, always have Suboxone. So, like, when I ran out of heroin, I could just gotcha. kick it and, like, be a normal human for okay. a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, at that point, there were, that was after the thought, why don't we just do drugs? Yeah. And I'm like, all right, let's do yeah. it. And so... So did you ever shoot it? What did you do? So that's... So every time I started shooting drugs, God arrest me. That's how I feel. <laughs> like, yeah, seriously. He's always got your back. He's like, mm, no, because... I can maintain my, my addiction as long as I'm not shooting up. Right. As soon as I start shooting up, whoa, I'm a burn. <laughs> Show up at your house fucking at 3 a.m. wrapped in a blanket with cigarette holes in it. Like, I'm a fucking mess, man. Like, you do not want to be my friend when I'm, when I'm in my addiction. Like, I'm not laughing at no, you. I'm just your face while no, you're telling this right now. It's like, it's so My funny. dealer, we'll call him Z. My dealer, he used to be like, bitch, you have to call me before you show up here. But I knew sometimes he wouldn't answer because he didn't want to deal with me because right. I was really that big of a mess. Right. So I call him and hang up, call him and hang up, call him and hang up and then show up and be like, I called you three times. Right. I don't know what to tell you. I really did. Look, he's like, I don't know why I didn't come through. And then like, after I did that like three times, he's like, you're doing something. I'm like, I don't know. So you ended up in jail in Linwood. And then what happens after that? It was my first offense as an adult. So my record was wiped. So they ended up giving me like a, some little slap on the wrist program for being an addict. And I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I am an addict. Because at the time you yeah. felt like you were just an addict. So yeah, you and didn't really want to accept the fact that you were an addict, you know? Yeah, I was aware. I just wasn't thinking about right, it. Right, exactly. Yeah, you I didn't want to like, accept we'll responsibility. We'll deal with that later. Yeah, yeah like, whatever. I'm just yeah. in jail. So, like, fucking three days after I get out of, out of jail, I'm back, you know, 
four sheets to the wind like yeah. and i get in a car accident Fuck. with these guys i went to go see a client like, she needs to write a fucking book like, like this would touch so many people though we're in the standard hotel we get kicked out i stole love the somebody's standard. room i have so, done eight balls of cocaine off the walls in the standard dude ah, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a druggy hotel it really people is. don't realize it it's like supposed to be like high class upper class or whatever and it is not it is like a fucking ritzy motel six it is <laughs> seriously if I'm going to tell you the untold story of the standard. Let me hear. So um, we had this client that, so like my bag was like getting clients high and just chilling with them. I, I'm a professional partier. Right. So like I, after I got out of that scene, I was like, these dudes will pay you just to do drugs. And right. I'm oh yeah. Doing That's drugs. I tell a lot like, of people that. I tell a lot of people yeah. that, especially being a working girl, you're, you're not having sex with everybody. Mm -mm. You're literally a therapist, an hourly therapist. Right. And they pay you to come and they pay you to leave. That's exactly, exactly and to keep is. your mouth shut. Yep. Yeah, and so um, this guy, he would just give us a bunch of money to do drugs with him, but then he checked out of the room, but he left it open because he was on crack and he was all paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> and so you just like go from expensive motel to dude, it's amazing how oh no i know it's amazing i was just about to say dudes that have so much fucking money are crack addicts yeah like you would never even believe the shit that i, I mean i've seen and you've seen yeah these motherfuckers and i'm talking like people that you would never that you see every day on tv that are crack addicts Hell like crack it's addicts. crazy dude like the worst kind like functioning the crack fbi addicts. is outside the window you're like nah bro like <laughs> yeah. they're not <laughs> like come back yeah come yeah. back I need more money. So oh you got to stay God. chill at least for another I've two been hours. In so many of those situations before. Oh, it's bad. Like hands up on the ground, like full blown. You're like, yeah. bruh. Like, you're like, nobody's outside the window, honey. No. Uh, as a matter of fact, yes, they are. I need another 10 grand. <laughs> right. I'll get rid of them. I'll hide you <laughs> from them. <laughs> we laugh now. Only real working girls right. know. Like, know the shock. No. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So the standard. And <laughs> so this is still 23 year old Kata. You're just yeah, going through. It's 20. Man, years of years have passed by now. Twenty-five-year-old okay. Kate. Twenty-five-year-old Kate yeah. is still getting high and just robbing tricks. Yeah. Or not robbing tricks, getting them high. I was robbing tricks. Sorry, I didn't rob anybody. <laughs> I, I but did. I, but I was I the one who robbed everybody. <laughs> I have a conscience about things because, and the only reason I why I would do bad things, but then bad things would happen to me, and I'm like. That always um, happens to me, but let me tell you the reason why I never felt bad for stealing money from these guys that were literally drugged out. I felt like I was Robin Hood. I would rob from the rich and, and give, give to, to the poor. poor. And I'm the, I was the poor one. And I was going to give to myself. <laughs> and, half, and half these motherfuckers had wives. Yeah. They deserved it. So when we just did that video with Jelly and them getting, you know, uh, we don't yeah. want to reveal, but you guys have to watch. It spoke to me because that's really how I was. I was Seriously. like, you know what? You're cheating on your wife. You deserve it. You yeah. Know? So um, I like them when I like for them to call me back, though, too. Oh, no. They always so, called me back. They were always. I want to rob them. <laughs> they were always oh, so no. fucked up. They never knew it was me. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> I mean, I'd be like, oh. You don't do it while they're awake. Is this incriminating? How many years has to go by before? There are no people. <laughs> In charges they have to press charges i feel like they're gonna there see me to one day they're like bitch i knew it i was knew you. it was you <laughs> there has to be a victim for there to be charges but, and they are they're never gonna tell them themselves that's but what, when you know. i say rob them i'm not meaning like actually go into like their safe and steal their money you're co you're co uh, let me not use that word coaxing. you're co i was gonna say coercing no you're coaxing them you're just like yes baby you want this okay i'll go get this for you you know i need x amount of dollars for this so mm -hmm. i'm not talking about straight up going in their pockets robbing okay well them. i definitely have worked 
uh, work the dude before <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know exactly. I think they like it like I no, don't they know love it. they love like, it there's such a weird uh, yeah alright so anyways so I get in this car wreck and I break my back and like uh, oh my God. My, and my hip, both my hips and then yeah. I'm like all hemmed up and they got me all I was in heaven they gave me fentanyl they gave me oh. dilaudid they gave me so many drugs but then um, I kind of got a little bit better and I'm back in my hometown because like of course I'm broken so like my mom came and got me and um, we, we had repaired our relationship in that at, from that time on and and so um, but I'm back in my hometown in my stomping grounds and like oh man so I like get two doctors to write me twice the scripts because remember when they used to, to do that back in the day the pill mills um, they didn't know I got caught, but, <laughs> and then nobody would write me it, it, scripts anymore. Uh, but the thing is, is they didn't want to tell them themselves. They do so I didn't get in Well, trouble. they did it out here in Vegas when it was like a huge boom in the industry. You would doc, you would go doctor shopping is what they would call yeah. it. And I would just turn around and just, I sold the pills. Well, you, they, so they have a list, like an, uh, mm-hmm. a DEA list. Yeah. So like I had to kind of be smart about it, but the higher you get, the dumber you get kind of situation. Mm-hmm. So, and eventually like I fucking, it lasted for months months you know mm-hmm. and then they're like uh this was just filled somewhere we can't fill it again and i'm like ah. well, you're like <laughs> well shit i'm all covers blown it's all over for me <laughs> so i just did heroin but um <laughs> <laughs> fuck a pill i need the, the, the real pill. shit well i would sell the pills and get heroin and right i, was, oh, I want these yep. so um yeah i then i ended up getting arrested so we stole a house stole and, a house <laughs> Better. Is this a trailer Just, trailer no, or a house? It was like a, uh, <laughs> she said. So we stole a house. <laughs> well, nobody lived there, and didn't look like anybody oh, so was squatting. Gonna live there, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. We turned on the power, and then they shut off the power because we didn't pay the bill. And so, like, that's my most most like. Oh man! So I had this guy come over and like rewire the box. Yo, I lived this weird ass life. So when <laughs> was the moment of? truth for you when what got you to be like dude i can't do this anymore my body is burning out like my mind and my soul are um there were a few of those moments for me like so i got arrested out of that house again and i got extradited to los angeles county for the first charge because i didn't go to court so i'm like in la county with la county they arrested me with no shoes on like with oh yeah they don't give a fuck yeah they're like like, la county shoes a onesie like you know what i mean most gangster onesie wearing motherfucker i know and so um yeah, I could tell these stories for literal days, but like, um, I feel like we're gonna need a part two. It's always gonna be there's part five, <laughs> part 10. We're gonna have Kay to be a reoccurring guest on the podcast for sure. Got <laughs> stories, but you know, so I was, I ended up back with that ex. Which one? The pimp. Okay. Because when I was, was in LA, structure. no, because he owed me and I was in jail with no money <laughs> and no shoes. And I was like, motherfucker, it's your turn to show up. And so, like, he did. And then, like, Aww. I got all mixed back into it. And like, I ended up leaving him for good when I went to rehab and I like, this is your first time going to rehab. It's my first time. Yeah. Yeah. It should have happened long before that, but it was like, what was rehab like? Um, I got, you think it I was got like kicked a- out the first week for fraternizing. I don't know. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like you gotta go. I'm like, All right. Cause you're not allowed to hook up with people or whatever. I didn't even hook up. We just like, you know, like he just fingered me. No, no we actually didn't even <laughs> sleep kidding. together, but like rehab is its own beast, man. It's like, it's a little egregore. Like everybody's got their little fucking role to play and everybody's so sick. Yeah. Like everybody's sick. Everybody's like literally about to die. So mm. like, you know, like when you're in that broken space, what do you want to do? Like, people are just like, well, I mean <laughs> that too, but I'm talking about the outside people. Yeah. Like they're all just like, 
Well, there's claws I'm doing here for the people who can't yeah. see me. Like everybody's just kind of ravenous, to be yeah, honest. And I'm wow. like, you would think it would be a completely different environment. Girls are catty as fuck, and in if they rehab, see you, oh like, yeah. Jesus Christ, they're the worst ones. You're the fucking you at mean? the no offense, but you're like pretty much at the bottom of the barrel when you're. Well, in my rehab. bottom must have been higher than theirs because they <laughs> didn't like me. I don't know. They're like she's intimidating, and I'm like I weigh 120 pounds. I'm cracked out. I don't know what you see. Oh my god. But um, yeah. So, um, but I so remember leaving. Out. Yeah, I got kicked out, and I was like, okay, well, like, um, can you guys refer me somewhere? They're like, it's the first time we've ever heard that, and I'm like yeah dude i just like gave up my apartment like my everything like my boyfriend like everything like i'm i'm gonna die if i don't like yeah. it's sober and like they're like we can refer you somewhere and i'm like okay so they did and like yeah i ended up like getting like three and a half years and then i ended up relapsing on you got three and a half years in prison no uh sober oh gotcha. or not three and a half years three years okay yeah, i was three years uh clean off of uh, well sober clean and sober and like I was doing like the square life, I quit dancing and like I was miserable, man. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't for like I don't know how I respect anybody with a job. I'm like you. Yeah. I don't know how like, people who do nine to fives. I can't. No. I'm literally incapable. I'm a terrible employee. I'm a great <laughs> boss, um, but like I've been fired from it. I mean, or quit within six yeah. months. I have a six month lifespan at any type of job. I feel that on a hundred. Yeah. I feel that on so many levels. So I'm like, I better figure out how to do something else because like <laughs> this shit ain't working. You know. So yeah, I ended up. Were you sticking to the music during all of this? Was that the only? Was that the one thing that stayed true to you? A hundred percent. Oh, yeah, like yeah. no yeah that was that was my like my light at the end of the tunnel like that's all i like i was working three jobs saving up for music videos like fuck it like, dude like the amount of work that i i was working at a gym i was working at a rehab i was personal training on the side i am not certified like, <laughs> i just look good but i'll tell you how to make you look better they're like are you a personal trainer uh yes i am yeah, today i am uh, today i am <laughs> uh, i'll teach you everything i know google <laughs> don't eat the don't eat the, the bacon <laughs> that's all you gotta don't do. eat the bacon don't eat the bacon bitch no yeah so um so the music was the only constant that you always kept up with it was just like your therapeutic yeah, 100%. Sessions. I was in, I was creating this album the entire time. But when you're an independent artist and you're working fucking a nine to five job, like, that's just expensive. Yeah. Like, respect these independent artists hustle out here because yeah. my you, husband you fucking has done know. it. You have no idea. Like, not only the creative aspect and the paying for shit aspect, but the business aspect. And on top uh, of it, you got to, like, keep your brain on straight mm-hmm. at the same time and not lose your absolute actual shit because all musicians are insane and i don't oh, care yeah. why you say oh no i always say that like we have to be able to dig to a place that is like so dark and so deep that yep. like so that we can pull it out Absolutely. for you as a gift to the now, world my husband has done it independent his entire uh career 15 year career and i have learned so much about the music industry in the past five years i hate the music industry Same. it is a beast yeah. like you say it mm-hmm. is a shady scary fucking place and nobody yeah. cares about the other person you could be working with somebody and fucking they'll turn as soon as the album's done and over but, with you know uh yeah i'm not it's gonna just, go into all that but yeah <laughs> i agree it's just crazy that's why i'm so happy that you guys are with us now because literally it's just a whole family vibe over here and you guys are going to be able to spread your wings and fly yes. be, little, be the little monarch butterflies that well, you guys are supposed to be i'm super stoked because the quality of like uh, 
just the type of music that I feel like we're gonna be doing is very like in my vein. Yeah. Like kind of the music that like I've always loved to do, but like never got an opportunity to do because I've been in LA and just it's yep. fucking pop. Well, out, sex man. sells, and you guys are beautiful women. Yeah. So they want you know the sex part and i think jelly and i are trying to get the more gritty fucking your soul bearing side that because that to me that to me is so beautiful you know when a woman can literally bear her soul i was listening to kata sing the other day in the studio i told her this last night um she has the the type of voice that will invoke emotion in you like she hit this one note and I, my eyes teared up and I got like this lump in my throat and, I was, and I was like, just sitting there and I was like mm, you know trying to squeeze my butthole mm. together because I didn't want to cry you know but chills. yeah but it's just so will you sing something for us can oh, you wow please they've got um, to hear your voice okay she's like oh wow okay yes like, here I go I'm like how does this <laughs> man, how does this mic sound on me it sounds good I want to I want them to hear you sing I did not prepare for this I, I did bad you're editing I didn't tell her uh to that I was going to do this, but I really want people to hear. Seeing what you were singing the other day. Not only is she a great singer, the bitch can rap. <laughs> it's fucking, and she can write. Like, it's just, there. she's a triple threat. Her and Kaylee both is just, it's a phenomenon. They're, they're definitely both two people you want to look out for. Aww, really, and I'm not say saying that just. I love words. Yeah, you're a wordsmith. Words are my friend. Just like my husband's a cocksmith, you're a wordsmith. <laughs> he's a wordsmith. <laughs> he's know. a wordsmith. Cock-wielding wordsmith. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly. Jay, Jay is so proud to have his cock all over fucking OnlyFans. So we just boost daddy up and tell him yeah. he's a cocksmith now because, you know, it's his second thing. But, okay, I want to hear you sing. All right, let me see if I can do it. Give if me this a little... sounds bad, we're, ta- we're taking okay. it out. We're going to do two takes. You're fine. Like, you're right, fine. Okay. Baby, I'm torn, oh, baby, I'm torn, oh, baby, I'm torn too much. Fetty riding on a blackboard. Baby, I'm torn, oh, baby, I'm torn, oh, baby, I'm torn, oh, oh, Fetty riding on a blackboard. I got fucking chills, dude. Although we're distorting <laughs> we here, don't, most we definitely. We do not need to do a second take. Okay. That's so beautiful. Like I've been saying that. I'm like, but there's like I can hear it distorting. No, like, it was great. I'm all singing this way. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It was great. God I love that. gave me a loud voice. All right. So what would you tell people who are listening to this fucking crazy half a story? We didn't even get fully oh, into it. We're, we're saving more for later. Um, but what would you tell people that are going through addiction right now that are feel like there's no way out that have probably Ooh, been to rehab just a few hold times. on man just hold, hold on. on and pray lord I, I i like um hold on and pray because um i couldn't have gotten myself out of that space and like we didn't talk much about spirituality but there is man there's such a loving presence of something whatever you want to call it i'm not trying to discriminate because some people you know they i don't i don't it doesn't bother me to offend people when i talk about my spirituality i understand that some people view want, different yeah but i've really i believe well, i have that, a very complicated yeah. spirituality so they wouldn't understand it yeah. so no i um, get it i i always like to say i'm not religious but i'm spiritual hella he, yeah and heavily meditated yeah. and um I'm like, God, give me the words. You know what I mean? Because that's a real moment. Um, Ask for help, please. Yeah. Like, like ask for help. If you're in a space, like I had to ask for help and that was probably the hardest thing I ever had to do. And it was through like, uh, I I don't want anybody to have to get as broken as I did, but 
I'm a firm believer that sometimes you have to be. And another thing is, uh, like, please do not give up on the work in progress that you are. Like, right. um, things show up in the most unexpected ways. And um, it, it's it's so beautiful. Like, when you see all of your hard work coming together. Mm. And if you literally, like, dude, it's been, I've been at this for 11 11 or 12 years you know this isn't some overnight success story this isn't some you know fluke like I work my ass off and like I've been through some shit but the one thing I didn't I was just like I got nothing to lose like right. you know I'm gonna fucking give this everything I have and if I fail who cares I'm gonna die anyway yeah you know what I mean but yeah. yeah like ask for help please don't give up there's always a light at the end of the end of the tunnel for real what do we have to look forward to a whole lot of ass. Yeah, <laughs> baby. Yeah, yes. Um, you know, that's the thing. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> She's such a gypsy. She's such a fly by the seat of her pants. Kind I of just want to do like, so I've gotten really unattached from outcomes, really unattached from how it's going to happen, really unattached from what I want. Right. And I'm really um, accepting and in, trying to be in the vibration of um, what, is being what's showing up for me what right. is showing up for me and i'm um, just being like that seems interesting let's yeah. go try that out <laughs> like just running at it you know yeah but i know music's going to be involved i know that um you know there's going to be a lot of living and a, and my hope is a lot that of living and a lot of loving a lot of living and a lot of loving man mm. you know like i'm at a point in my life where i'm just uh I'm trying to embrace fully and and still healing and still like get like becoming the woman that I am. Right. So I'm excited to see what I'm gonna do next because even I don't know. Yeah, I it's love always that. a surprise. What about the dating life? Is Kate a single? Kate is single. Um, is she ready to mingle I with the dingle? Know. I you know what? <laughs> I mingled a few times this year and I'm so sick of everyone's shit. <laughs> like <laughs> I I um uh, I I used to have this rule. I was like I'm trying once this year. You get one shot. If it don't work, we're working the one rest dong of the year. and you're out. Uh, well, the thing is, is I don't like distractions mm. and I don't like people wasting my time and I don't like wasting people's time. And so I'm just like, if I find somebody that like I really want to connect with um, and it doesn't work out, it takes a lot out of me to like invest like right. that. So I'm like, all right, well, we did that. Let's go. Let's go just work, put our nose down and work. And then if something comes along again, then we'll see what happens. But yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. that. So you guys hear that? Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you, all your socials? You can find me um, on ins the Instagrams. Instagrams. Um, Instagrams. Uh, at at I-A-M-K-E-T-A-M-U-S-I-K. That is, uh, I am Kata Music with a K at I the end. I always bust her balls. She, but she does it wrong. <laughs> Every fucking time. Wrong. It's wrong. Every buddy, she's time. like, why didn't this fucking tag you? I'm like, well, that ain't, it's not me. That's one of my fake pages right there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always, I'm like, why'd you do it with a K? Um, and then where else can they find you? Like, where can they find your music right now? You're going to re rework your YouTube channel, Yeah, right? I'm reworking my YouTube and I'm rebranding my Spotify. I love my old album. If you want to go find it, you can find it in my bio and my Instagram. Okay. Um, but it's, uh, I'm always just like, are you, does, uh, when I'm done with music, I'm like, all right, I did that. And I just like want to move on to the <laughs> yeah. next. That's and how my so, husband is. Yeah. Like I don't even listen to my old stuff. Yeah. unless I come across it and I'm like, oh. 
oh, I'm so good. Yeah. <laughs> like, who is this? Oh, it's me. Oh, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and is there, where can they find you on like YouTube? Where's you and Kaylee's videos? Who's it's they're on Kaylee's. They're on okay. Viking Barbie. So if you look up Viking Barbie on uh, YouTube, YouTube, you can go watch this, these that. two hot pieces of ass fucking wrap their asses off and sing and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Kata, thank you so much for coming on my of podcast. Course. I, I love this you. Is, this is going to be the first of many that you'll be on. The Journeys of Episode 1. Episode 1, baby. Thank you so much. (laughs) Of course. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Dumb Blonde. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.